So um, a couple years down the road, you're uh, going to work, right? Okay. Going to work. You're working a new job. You're working at a uh, in an office building, and your 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 floor is like the tenth floor on this building, and same thing every day. You know, you leave your house, a cup of coffee in your hands, drive to work. It's like fifteen minutes. You get in the elevator, shoot up to the tenth floor, go about your day. It's not a bad commute. It's not a bad commute at all. It's it's one of the reasons why you took the job because it's you know pretty close. Uh, it's convenient. You like the people. You like what... Uh, oh, that's what's important. Yeah, I mean, it really is, you know. A job's a job, but the people are what make it. And that's kind of what you what you think to yourself. Like, yeah, I could probably be doing other things. I could probably be making more money, like working harder. But I like the people. I like the place. It's like a... It's a it's a net positive, you know. That's good. So this... A um, couple years down the road, you, you go in. Business as usual. Coffee in hand. Get in the elevator. There's you and there's like one other guy in this elevator and uh, you hit the button to the 10th floor. You start to ascend. You're in there for like just a few seconds and you hear like a like a grinding and like a snap. Oh, no. Like the elevator just kind of halts and you're you're stuck. Right. Um, You're like, what the hell? This you you knew that there was like an issue with the elevator. There's kind of always been an issue with this elevator. But um, nobody ever really like it was never like a problem. It was just like a like weird, what kind of like it just made weird noises yeah, or just made weird noises and was would like kind of herky jerky and it was something that like the building probably needs to look at this at some point. But it wasn't ever like a pressing issue until well, now the, it is. Now it is, yeah. So now you're you're stuck in this elevator, you and this stranger, and you know you you call the front desk you tell them what's going on mm. uh that there's that little phone in there that takes you right to the front desk oh, that's fun um you you pick it up the receptionist answers she goes uh reception and you go hey uh, my name's jeremy i'm in the elevator we're stuck you kind of look at like the panel that shows you it says three on there so she's like very apologetic she goes okay i'll, I'll talk to oh me. like it's the third elevator number three or it's like on the third floor. Like oh, it's okay. Stuck somewhere in the ascent. That that makes sense. And so you you she's like, okay, I'll, I'll talk to maintenance. We'll we'll get the elevator company on the phone and, and figure out what we can do to get you guys out of there. She goes, hang tight, bear with us. We'll, we'll get working on it right away. So you uh, you kind of like turn to the guy and he's just like clearly stressed out. You know, mm-hmm. he's like definitely not in a good place mentally. Like he's he's just like stuck on a fucking elevator he's just yeah. like mumbling are you kidding me he was like of all days he's just like not having it he uh he's kind of like pacing back and forth nervously just like a lot of nervous energy um how big is an elevator it's like just like regular size regular size elevator when okay. i say pacing back and forth well, yeah it's like i know three steps you yeah. know but he's just like he's not like talking to himself but he's like he's like clearly deep in thought his eyes are red. He looks like he hasn't slept in a couple days. Like he is just like stressed, you know. Um, he kind of turns to you and he goes, "Hey, how long? Do, did they say how long it's going to be? Like, do you know?" No, they didn't say anything. They just said they'd call. I, I guess they'll call on the elevator phone. I didn't give her my number, but well, you, you pull out your phone. You don't get reception in the elevator. Ah, oh, fuck. You know? uh, so you can't even like fuck around on social media or anything so you're you're just kind of like sitting there in the elevator with this guy and he's just kind of like of all days of all days 
he um i'd be like so did you have like a meeting or something <laughs> and he kind of stops he looks at you and he goes yeah you could call it that he um he goes on to tell you you can call a lot of things meetings <laughs> like he tells you that um he's visiting the building he's going up to the the tip top floor floor 69 Ooh, the very top floor of this office building and he goes uh i'm seeing somebody up there i'm supposed to see him today and he, he goes into this like long um this long story about how uh it's been it's a year anniversary of when his wife passed away oh that sucks i guess they you know they his fiance technically he uh he said they were they were supposed to be wed and then um the morning of their wedding, she was nowhere to be found. Just like can't find her, couldn't find her. And he said she's she's been missing ever since. And he's like, Look, I've been I've been doing the work, I've been following the clues, and I, I know I know who did it. Wait, so he knows that she's dead? He doesn't know that like he's everybody's assuming she's dead. Okay. Yeah. He's like, uh, he's still obviously like holding out hope, you know, mm. like he, he just, he, he can't, he can't come to grips with the fact like the, of what everybody assumes is reality. But he's like, the man who did this is in this office building and he kind of opens up his coat and he's got a, he's got a gun. Uh. He's got a gun in, in his pants. <laughs> it's like tucked. Okay, into, it's like tucked into his waist. I, I was picturing it in his coat. Well, he opens and then his, yeah, it's, his, his coat was covering his pants. I got it now. And uh, he he like he just breaks down and he starts crying. He goes, he was she was beautiful. Her hair was like golden wheat. Moments before harvest, that her eyes were emeralds that always carried me home. He goes, I've never loved anybody with such force or like the the, the fury of our love it, it was it was like a hurricane i'd never experienced anything like it he goes have you ever been in love yeah and he goes if it was taken away from you what would you do i'd be sad i don't know um he said if it was snatched from you like sand falling through your fingers it's taken that, from you is that snatching <laughs> he's like i'm not good with metaphors <laughs> okay <laughs> He's like, I'm under a lot of stress. I understand, dude. If I if my wife disappeared, I'd be I'd probably be stressed. He's like, Yeah, you bet your ass you would. He goes, You'd probably do anything to get her back. Mm-hmm. He goes, That's where I'm at. He goes, I'm at my wits end. So do you do you think she's in the building? Or just the guy are you gonna take the guy to another location? Goes, What's your plan? He uh he opens up the other side of his jacket and it's just lined with brass knuckles. Like eight different pairs, they get progressively larger as they go down to the bottom. <laughs> but he, he only has two hands. He goes. He goes. We're starting up here, and he puts on the first one. He goes, and we're ending down here. He goes. He goes. I'm gonna find out. This he, is a very blunt he's gonna, interrogation <laughs> technique. He's planning on beating this guy with progressively larger and larger <laughs> brass knuckles. He doesn't really understand that like one just a regular could probably do the job, but he's he's determined. And they've all got the same size finger holes. Oh yeah, that doesn't get bigger. No, just the just the like the knuckles itself. Okay. Uh, and he's like, "Look, he goes, I, I don't know you. I've never met you. He goes, all I ask is that when this elevator starts up again, you never saw me. 
Okay. He goes, for love. Okay. He reaches out a hand. You shake his hand. Does it have a brass knuckle on it already? No. Then, yeah. Yeah. So you shake his hand. Uh, you shake his hand. Nothing happens. And he uh, he goes, my name is uh, my name is Tim Skidmore. And I would say, if I'm supposed to not remember you, why are you telling me more details about yourself? He, he he's like he gets kind of frantic. He's like, I don't know. He goes, he goes, this is okay. Very yeah, I get it. For me, he's like, I'm just I'm just trying to like figure out like figure out what to do next. Mm-hmm. You know. He goes, what's your name? Do you tell him? Yeah, my name's Jeremy. He goes, Jeremy. It's it's nice to meet you. It's it's nice. I guess it's nice to meet. It's this is a kind of stressful situation, but. He goes, yeah, he goes, I'm here trying to avenge my wife, you know, in this fucking elevator. He goes, she always told me I should take the stairs more. He kind of pats his uh, paunch, you know. Mm. He's like, uh, I mean, 69 floors, though. Yeah, he, he's like, my my wife was actually a, uh, a world-class stair climber. Oh, she nice. used to go every year. They, they do that thing where they, they climb to the top of, like, the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. He goes, she, uh, she won the women's division three years in a row. Oh, cool. He goes, and I, I just, I just never got into it. And uh, now, you know, here I am like thinking about all the times I missed and like all, all the opportunities that I wasted when I, when I could have been with her mm. and he starts to tear up and he, he's like, everything reminds me of her. I mean, you got to have your own separate worlds, you know, you can't, you can't be around all the time. I know it feels shitty now, but you had your dynamic. It worked for you. He goes, he goes, I'm trying really- to reassure him, but I'm just... So you're just kind of like waiting, you know, he's like, it, it really did. And he goes, it, it, it worked for me. He, uh, he goes, look, I don't know what you have going on. He goes, but do you know like who else is in this building? And like, you've like, obviously you, you've worked in this building for a little while. You've seen the directory. Uh, is it a bunch of different companies or is it like, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's a lot of different companies, but maybe like a dozen, mm-hmm. you know, that the top floor is occupied by Scaratini Industries. Ooh. And uh, you're not really sure what they do. I would um, assume Halloween cocktails. Potentially. You know, I mean, that's kind of... They the can't first. be a whole business, though. They, you know, I mean, well, actually, there there is uh, there is a Halloween cocktail business called uh, Spooky Spirits, and Ooh. they are sweeping the nation. The, this company, they, they formed in uh, 2000, or I guess it was 2020, uh, they they put commercials on the air with like the rage of like the hard seltzer. Mm-hmm. They you know come around Halloween. They take over like Pet Smarts and stuff that go out of business. Like big like you think Johnny Brock's or like some of these. So it's like Halloween liquor stores instead of Halloween costume shops. Exactly, and people just go there and get fucking bombed. Oh, nice. So they're like, come get as drunk as the Flash, you know. And then you drink and you just like everything kind of like moves in super slow motion, you know. Um, they're like, come get as drunk as Superman. And you know you like that one's not good because they're like people try to jump over oh. things and or like stop speeding bullets. Several people die, oh, uh, but no. it's like it's like a weird sort of trippy experience. And Spooky Spirits is, is sweeping the nation, and you, so you know it's not Spooky Spirits. So, but but maybe it's a different Halloween cocktail company. You're not. It's really the sure. uh, it's the the Burger King, just Spooky Spirits, is McDonald's, <laughs> yeah, the the BK, whatever it is. All you know is that like the top ten floors are all occupied by the Scaratini Industries. Um, you kind of tell him that, and he kind of he pulls out a notepad and he start, starts writing it down, right? So he knows this guy is on the 69th floor, but he doesn't know what company is on the 69th floor. Well, he does. Yeah, he's like he's like he knows a person. <laughs> he was there. too busy by brass knuckles to 
Google it. He makes his own. He oh, nice. Yeah, he's, he's a thrifty man. Uh, he makes his own. His wife had like a very robust Pinterest account. And, you know, once once she left, he started looking into it. Did she kinda, sell brass knuckles? No, she she just like looked up recipes for like ravioli and oh, stuff. Okay. But he fell like headfirst into it. And I was confusing like, Etsy and Pinterest. Sorry. That's okay. I mean, I feel like they're they're kind of one in the same yeah. in a lot of sense. But he like he fell into it and like started crafting his own, you know, hand combat gear. Mm-hmm. And uh, over the last year, it's been something he's really poured himself into, and he's very proud of them. So he's he's like um, he writes down the name on a piece of paper, and he goes, "Look, um, I don't know how things are going to turn out here once we get out of this." He goes, "But um, he goes, is there like a fire escape? Like, what can you tell me about the building?" And you kind of go into it. You're like, yeah, there, there is like a fire escape, I guess. And, you know, there's like a sprinkler system. He goes, like, you could probably pull a fire alarm and like get out without anybody noticing you. Uh, you tell him about like a service elevator and there's like a basement with a dock underneath. And you kind of just because you're, you're trapped there and you don't really know mm-hmm. what else to do. So you like you're in there for probably 45 minutes. Uh, the phone rings. You pick it up. And uh, she goes, hey, we, the elevator company's on the way. They'll be here in just a couple of minutes. She goes, you guys just hang tight. Like, we'll, we'll get this taken care of right away. She goes, is everything, are you guys okay? Is everything okay in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we should be fine. Yeah. Is there is there more than one elevator? Like, if they get us out, but they have to fix this one, or do, do we have to take the stairs? No, yeah, yeah there's, a, there's another one. Okay, okay. Yeah. So uh, a few minutes go by. You hear, like, clanging and knocking and stuff from above. Uh, a little panel slides open. A guy pops his head in. He goes, hey, sorry about this. He goes, uh, give me just a few minutes. I'll have her good as new. Thanks. Like, okay. The the guy is just like, the guy in the elevator with you is just like pacing around. He's just like kind of talking to himself. Uh, a few minutes go by. You hear like, like a, like he's got like a drill, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, the elevator moves up one floor doors open onto the fourth floor and you guys get out nice. you say anything to the guy i say uh so good luck with your meeting i guess he uh once again opens up his coat you see <laughs> the gun you don't need to he's like I don't, is I, anyone else around or is it just no, us in a lot okay he goes i don't need luck when i got this uh, okay I, well i hope i hope uh hope you find your your fiance so he uh you guys are standing there you take like one step over you hit the up button you're both waiting for the other ele- elevator you get in you go up to the 10th floor he hits floor 69 you go to get out you say hey i hope you know everything goes okay he kind of smiles at you he goes thanks man he goes thank you for understanding and being like a, a kind ear i appreciate it uh, no problem so you, uh, the door closes, you go, you sit down at your desk, you're, you know, doing work, kind of screwing off. It's a pretty easy job. You're just, you're on online a lot, looking up shit on the, just fucking yeah. around, you know? I'll probably look up that guy's brass knuckle company if you mentioned it. He didn't. Okay. He did. <laughs> so, uh, you're just like hanging out, right? You, you, uh, spend the most of your morning like talking to your coworkers about this like man i got stuck in the elevator with this like really weird guy who's like seeking revenge you know um i i really i i don't know if i would tell my coworkers that i know a crime is going on and i didn't do mm-hmm. anything about it 
I you, feel like I'd try at least try not to. I'd, you you have like a very good. Friend I'd at least like text my wife or whatever. But yeah, I mean, because obviously, like it's 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 something that kind of shakes you a little bit. You're you know you tell hey, I just want to say I love you. Like I think I'd probably think about just going home. Yeah. Like if there's gonna be gunshots in the building, and I yeah. know there's gonna be gunshots. You uh, normally you would do that, but you've got like a really big presentation to make later that mm-hmm. day. Uh, the president of your company, Bob williker he uh he's coming down and you're like you're in line for promotion and you've got a big presentation about um soybeans that you're giving him later on Mm. and you're like this this could be the thing that like really catapults me up to like the 13th floor so you you like you kind of have to stick it out yeah i mean nobody there is that's like one of the things when you signed up they're like look we have a 13th floor if that bothers you just get the fuck out you know they're very. They're I like very the candor important. about it. Yeah, like we're we're tired of people like getting their foot in the door, getting a promotion. We invest all this time and money and training into them, and then they just bail because they're scared of a thirteenth floor. I bet the thirteenth floor is cheaper to get too. He goes, it's dirt cheap. It's the cheapest real estate in the city. He goes, nice. it's great. So you uh you stay there. You know you text your wife. You've got a friend at work that you kind of tell like, man, I I had this weird conversation with this guy. Your friend's name is uh. Fern Vernicus, and it's a good name. Yeah, and and uh, and you're like, yeah, the, kind of tell him what happened, and he's like, man, we should. He's like, let's fucking check it out. He goes, are you kidding me? He goes, there's no excitement around this place. He's, yeah, but he's like, do you want to go? But like gunshots, like bullets, like we'll we'll hear about it later on the news. He's I'm like, assuming. he's not going to shoot you. You didn't do anything. Yeah, but when you shoot a gun. The bullet keeps going sometimes. Okay, you know? Well, we're not going to stand in front of a gun. Yeah, but I don't know the layout of that floor. He kind of like raises his eyebrows. He's a bit of a he's a, he's a tech savvy guy. He like spins around in his chair. He pulls up the blueprints for the 69th floor. <laughs> he goes, I got him right here. <laughs> so, OK, so is the whole floor that this guy's off. We don't even know whose office he's going to. Did it's, he? The, the 69th floor is just one office. It's an office for, for one person. Okay. It's just a big open office. He goes, uh, there, there's like a, there's like a small receptionist desk. You and, don't have to like, well, you obviously don't have to swipe in. Cause yeah. the other guy just went up there. So he, he goes, yeah, well, he's, we can go up there. He goes, we could check it out. I really don't want to. He's like, okay, fine. See yourself. Maybe go to like the 68th floor and, and listen. He was, he was, okay, deal. Like that's that's close as I'm going. Yeah. As otherwise, I'm gonna op- the elevator door is gonna open and I like, yeah, s- something's gonna happen. So you, you go up, you take the elevator to the 68th floor. You uh, scare a teeny, and I just pretend I'm just pretending I'm gonna ask him, hey, what do you guys do? Do you guys make Halloween cocktails? That's my cover. So you you go up. There's a receptionist sitting there. Uh, you walk up to her. You say, hey, I'm, I'm Jeremy. Uh, I work in the building. I've been here for a while. And he's and it's like, what do you guys do? And uh, she's like chewing gum hard you know what i mean just what? like really getting after it oh just a lot of chewing gum just very hard chew and so the gum is hard no but you know how like you know how people like sometimes are like aggressive chewers mm-hmm. she's aggressively chewing this oh i thought that's what she said the the company oh does. sorry no she she's just chewing <laughs> she's just chewing this gum that would be a very bizarre company. what does your company do chewing gum hard chew gum hard <laughs> she uh she, okay, uh, now I get it. I can picture it. She's like chewing gum. She goes, we dabble. That's what she says. 
She goes textiles, sanitation, railroad. That's quite the dabbling. She goes, we do a little bit of everything here at Scaratini Industries. She goes, who's asking? And you're like, I'm Jeremy. I work here. I just told you. And she goes, oh, that's right. She goes, if you want more information, she gives you like a pamphlet. just says scaratiniindustries.com. She goes, there's more information online. As you guys, is there anything else in the pamphlet or just that? Just that. It's like a four-page pamphlet that when you open it up to its full like length, it just says scaratiniindustries.com. <laughs> it's honestly a waste of paper. So, But it's very memorable. It's very memorable. It's just white with black text. It's in Comic Sans. So, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's like some, some of those like industry places are probably a little behind, mm-hmm. you know. They might not have a graphic design department. Apparently, Comic Sans helps people with dyslexia. I don't know. We don't need to get into that. I don't know. Maybe. So you're there. You go to like, you go to like turn around, right? Mm-hmm. The uh, the receptionist like takes a phone call. You go to get back in the elevator, and you oh, hear no. like, you hear like yelling coming from upstairs. And your friend Fern, he goes, "Holy shit!" He hits the button for sixty nine. No, you guys go up. It opens up. Oh no! There's a there's a receptionist desk, kind of like right off of the elevator. Uh, there's nobody in there. You look there's there's a big set of double doors that are swung open, and all you see is this man like with a gun, and he's like pointing it to somebody you can't see. What do you do? I turn around and try to get back in the elevator. So you go to hit the the button to go down. Or to the stairs, if there's stairs. Or to the stairs. So you hit, but, the, you hit the button, yeah. and you hear like, and the, the elevator just like, ping, and you're like stuck there. So the, is the door open? I can get back out? The door's open. The door to the elevator is open. The door to the, the big office is open. What's my friend doing? He's just like standing there, and like he's like, staring. He's like, he goes, you weren't kidding. Oh, no. Uh, I walk towards the stairs. You walk towards the stairs. As fast as I can. There's like a key card slot. You need to open the... To get down? To get out? It's a very secure floor. That That's against fire code. <laughs> Scaratini Industries kind of plays by their own rules. It seems like it. So would you walk into the room? Yeah. Yeah. I would say, hey... um, my friend hit the 69 button because he thought it was funny and now the elevator's broken. Duh. Does anyone know how to... Like, I would just like, act like I don't see the gun. You take you take a step in and you see the guy holding the gun and you're like, hey, I'm on the... And he kind of turns to you and he goes... He looks at you and he goes, Jeremy? And there's a man that... The man he's pointing the gun at is like a tall, uh, average-built man. He's wearing like a brown suit that just sort of emanates like authority you know what i mean mm-hmm. it looks like he looks very official and a very important person he's got hair slicked back he's got dark brown eyes the color of like uh mississippi mud you know Ooh. and he goes he looks at you and he goes jeremy he goes who are you i, I met this guy in the elevator earlier and then uh and then my friend wanted to go to floor 69. You know, people on the internet think 69 is funny. Like, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I met this guy. Who are you? He goes, I'm Jimmy Scaratini. He goes, I run this place. You guys dabble? He goes, yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And at that time, that the guy holding the gun, he goes, shut the fuck up. He goes, where's my wife? And Scaratini goes, well, you know, the, she was your fiance. 
not if we're going to be technical about it, he fires around into the fucking ceiling. Yeah, I'd be pretty fucking scared. You see like the like plaster sort of just kind of fall to the ground. Scaratini, he goes, "Hey, he's like, hey, there, there's no." He goes, "What do you want? You want money? He goes, you you want you want shares? You want cars? He goes, you want women? He goes, I want my fucking wife." I would say, hey, that guy seems to know about your fiance because yeah. he knew she was your fiance. So, um, just, just trying to help. Yeah. So he, he Scaratini turns to you and he goes, "Shut your fucking mouth." I'm not the one with a gun pointed at me. So he, uh, he's like, he's kind of like turns his attention back to the, the gunman. And he's like, he goes like anything you want. He goes, I can't give you your fiance back. He goes, anything else you want. We'll call this. We'll call this a day. And then I would say, is she dead? And he turns to you again. He goes, I told you, shut your fucking mouth. I'm not the one with a gun pointed at me. He pulls a gun from his waistband. Oh, fuck. And he goes, you are now. And uh, the gunman like shoots. He like pulls a trigger, oh, no. and like you see like the flash from the muzzle, and like you, it just like the sound just echoes off of every single flat surface in there, and it, it just like instantly like hurts your head, and you see like a, a pane of glass just kind of shatter across the wall, like he missed him. Uh, Jimmy Scaratini turns and he fires around into the guy. Uh, the guy like stumbles backward. He breaks the glass and like falls almost seventy floors. And you kind of like look out onto the street and you see just his body laying there on the pavement. And you're like, holy shit! Like, and Scaratini goes, he goes, he's like, uh, you know too much. And he like points. A What's gun. my friend doing this whole time? Just staring. He's just like in complete shock. <coughs> he like he like turns and he he points the gun at you and he pulls the trigger and like the gun jams. I I guess run at him. <laughs> so you, you run you run at Jimmy Scaratini. Uh, what, what do you like tackle him? I'd probably like shove him really like just just run and just shove him into whatever I can. That that's the first move. So you you shove Jimmy Scaratini and he like tumbles back into that pane of glass that had a bullet hole in it. Uh, because of its weakened state, it breaks and he falls out of the top of the building. And you just kind of like look over the side and you see him just like fall and just splat what do you do i would get on my phone and i'd call 911 so you call 911 they go uh a 911 this is mallory marshmallow um how can i help you hi hi mallory um so i'm at and i'd probably know the address of my yeah, work yeah. and uh i accidentally took the elevator up to the 69th floor she and, laughs. It, she and it, laughs. yeah it some people think it's funny. It's all right. And the elevator got stuck. And then this guy shot this other guy and he tried to shoot me and I pushed him and he fell through the window. She was 69 floors. She was, oh my. She was, what happened to him? Well, he fell 68 floors. So he's, he's probably dead. Yeah. Yeah. She was, so we need what? Like fire I, EMS. Uh, I need an elevator company, I guess. <laughs> she, <laughs> She goes, oh, my dad runs an elevator company. She goes, I'll call him. And also, well, probably, yeah, ambulance and police and stuff. So you, you like, hang up. You immediately kind of hear, like, sirens in the distance. You turn to Fern, who is just, like, ghost white. Like, cannot believe what he's just witnessed. And he's, like, all he keeps saying is, like, you weren't lying. You weren't lying. Just, like, like catatonic. Just, like, cannot stop. So would you guys, like... 
what would you do when you're in the office building? What would you do when you're in the office? Like, like before I get rescued or whatever? Yeah, yeah. You're just kind of like waiting there. I'd be like, hey, don't fucking tell people we knew this was happening and, yeah. and didn't. Like, hey, we're both going to get in trouble. He, sit, he just sits down on the ground and starts crying. It's a big empty office. There's only just like a desk with a big like leather chair behind it and two chairs in front of it. Would you look through the desk? No, I don't. I I I would try not to mess with anything. See, I don't want. I don't want anyone thinking I came there for to steal something or any kind of purpose. Yeah, my story is is my friend hit the button for sixty ninth floor. I, yeah, I don't even know if I'd mention that I met the guy in the elevator. I I, I don't know. We have to get our story straight, but I don't feel like he's in the state to do that. So maybe we just tell the truth. So you're, that'd be fine. Like I just talk this out out loud to him. So you're sitting there just like looking out the windows, talking it out, right? Uh, you're just like trying to. You're he's Fern really isn't saying a whole lot. You're just kind of like spilling everything. Like here's what happened. Here's what we're, here's our story. I think our story. I think is just to tell the truth. That I was freaked out. Yeah. He he was like, Nah, you're full of shit. Yeah. And we ended up on the 69th floor, and it went down. Like I think that's. That's the only thing where we're not like perjuring ourselves yeah. or making it sound like we did something worse. So you're basically like, yeah, we went up there. We witnessed this event happen. We defended ourselves. So you're like getting on the same page. Uh, you're just kind of like looking out into the city, just like staring off into the mm-hmm. distance. Um, and you're looking through the windows and you see that the windows like kind of um, like it gets cooler in there. Like the AC kicks on. You like the windows like kind of frost up, you know, I mean, it's, you know, getting close yeah. to winter time. Um, and there's like a there's like a, a marked chill in the air. But oh, also no. like, two windows have been busted out and you're like, man, it's cold in here. And uh, you turn around and standing in front of you is a man Fuck. who is as bald <laughs> as the day is long. The thought that any hair has existed on this guy's head is blasphemous. What does he have to do with this? He's he's wearing. He's wearing a suit that's like it's the sharpest suit you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks like an instrument of the devil. It, it is razor sharp. He's got rows of shark's teeth and these piercing, piercing blue eyes. And he looks at you. He goes, "Where's my brother? W- which one was your brother? Was it the wait? They both had guns. And I'm. Uh, he goes, "Where's Jimmy? Uh." Some guy came here to attack him, and I came up to to see what was happening. And Jimmy pointed a gun at me, and I shoved him. And I didn't think you'd go through the window, but he did. He goes, "You shoved my brother out the window." No, I shoved him to a window, but he had someone had shot a bullet through it earlier. This sounds like nonsense, but he goes, "Today was his forty fifth birthday," and he pulls uh, he pulls a pair of tickets for the Harlem Globetrotters out of his jacket. He goes. <laughs> We were going to go tonight. And uh, then he slices you. your fucking throat. No. <laughs> My last words are, I'll go with you. Yeah. <laughs> you say, I'll go with So you, you proposition Ice Bones Jones, uh, communications director for the Lanolex Corporation, to take his brother's place <laughs> at the Harlem Globetrotters. They had courtside seats. It was going to be a whole thing. Uh, and he slices your fucking throat. Oh, no. He uh, he kicks your body out of the window. You land on top of the other guy, on top of the brass knuckles, and it hurts so bad. <laughs> what does he do to my friend? Fern. Uh, he walks up to Fern. He puts a thumb in the middle of his forehead, and he goes, you saw nothing. 
and Fern never speaks again. <laughs> never speaks again? Never but speaks again. No, no words, God anything? Had to be committed. Nobody ever sees Fern again. <laughs> you fucking die. No. Ice Bones Jones. 